Father, our Lord, and our God, Father, we thank you for the beautiful day that you've given us. We thank you for the opportunity to come and worship you. We thank you so much for those men and women who have served that we may be free. We thank you for this great nation. Father, we are very mindful of those that are sick, those that are suffering, those that are going through treatment for cancer. I especially want to mention Linda, Linda Harris. Father, be with her. Be with Stan and the family, Father, as they await the doctors. Be with uh, Noel Lynham. Be with Lucy Burgess. And be with the Davis family, Father. Help strengthen them all. Our list of sick is long, Father. We ask that you would be with all of them. Be with their families. Be with the doctors that attend to them and give them wisdom that they may treat them and as our desire that they all return back and their normal walks of life and be here with us. We ask for forgiveness when we have fallen short. We ask for mercy and grace. We're thankful for Jesus Christ and for his sacrifice. And it's through his blood that we're cleansed. We ask that you be with Wes as he delivers the message with us. Be with those that are traveling, that they may return safely. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Our song before the lesson, we're actually going to be paying a special amount of uh, attention to tonight. This will also be our song with invitation. I'll allow Wes to, to elaborate on that soon. But let's stand together and sing uh, When the Roll is Called Up Yonder. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair 
When the saint of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. You would open your Bibles to Romans chapter 16. sister who is a servant of the church in Centria, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints, and assist her in whatever business she has need of you, for indeed she has been a helper of many and of myself also. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risk their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet church that is in their house, greet my beloved Ephesus, who is the first fruits of Achaia to Christ. Greet Mary, who labored much for us. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners, who are of note among the apostles, who also, also were in Christ before me. Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Eubanus, and fellow worker in Christ, and Stasius, my beloved. Greet Apellus, approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristus. Greet Herodian, my countrymen. Greet those who are of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphene and Tryphosa, who have labored in the Lord. Greet the beloved Persis, who labored much in the Lord. Greet Rufus, who in the Lord and his mother and mine. Greet Asentricus, Plagan, Hermas, Patrobus, Hermes, to the brethren who are with them. Greet Philogius and Julia, Nereus and his sister, and Olympus and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ greet you. Can I ask you to many of you just got a chill when Daniel was reading that riveting section of scripture? Did you feel it? 
Denise, you felt it, didn't you? I mean, that was just edge-of-your-seat stuff, wasn't it? It was a list, a list of names. But maybe even more than a list of names, it was a list of strange names. Uh, people that you don't know, people that if you did know, you can't even pronounce their names. Daniel, you did a great job trying to pronounce some of those names. When you, when you talk about preaching, generally you would say, stay away from lists like that, right? We've been preaching through Romans, and, and that, that, that's not the best preaching material in the world right there. You, you turn over in the Gospels, and when we see the genealogies, we just see a, a section that we can skip over, right? Because you, you, you just kind of stay away from the lists of names. They're, they're, they're just not all that riveting. But tonight, as, as we're going to bring Romans to a close, and I know, Bradley, while I was gone, you had some things to say about the length of my Roman series, and not, not everything can be the children's focus, okay? There, there, there is some deep things in the book of Romans, but Paul, for all intents and purposes, is he's bringing it to a close. He, he spent so much time talking about our relationship with God and what that looks like on in a philosophical and a theological level and what that looks like on a day-to-day level. How do these things affect your life? And, you know, he, he closed out that last chapter by kind of saying, this is my plan. This is, this is where I'm going. And now it's almost like it's almost like he's at the end of the sermon, you know, and the preacher's still preaching, but everybody's getting their songbook out. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm I see it far too often, right? That's that's kind of what's going on here. And I've got, and I, I tell me, I want Phoebe and Priscilla and Aquila and Mary and Adagrandus and Apelles and Herodian and all. He's, he is done, all right? And all we are is biding our time till we're going to be done with the book of Romans. It's a list. It's a roll call. And most of the time, a roll call is not the most thrilling thing in the world. My, my mind initially went back, and I hope this is appropriate, my, my mind initially went back, you know, to, to Ferris Bueller's day off when they're calling the roll, right? Bueller, Bueller. And, and everybody's about to fall asleep because all we're doing is going through a list of names, right? And their names we don't even know. Shelley went to, I told her when I graduated college, I went to a small private school, and I've tried to graduate in December, so the graduation ceremonies are really short. But when Shelly went went to college, she went to Southern Illinois University, which has like 25,000 students. And we went, we go into this packed arena, and I know one person there. I know her. But we sat there, and I listened to all of these names. It was, it was incredibly boring. It was a great day, okay? Wonderful celebration of her accomplishments in college and graduate school, but it's pretty boring, all right? Because I didn't know any of those names. They were all people and all people with great stories, but I didn't know who they were. Some people have wondered how Paul would have known all of these people. You remember, Paul had never been to the church of Rome, right? He'd never been there. He said he hopes to go there, but he'd never been there. But but somehow in all of his travels, he had met a lot of people from there. He, he, he had a lot of relationships from, from, from there. And when we look at it, you know, really, it's, it's a pretty diverse it's it's a, it's a chapter where you read about you read about a husband and a wife, right? Aquila and Priscilla. You you read about a, a man and his mother, Rufus, a brother and a sister, Nervous. Uh, you, you read about these brothers, Adirondas and Junia, uh, these sisters, Tryphonia and Tryposa. You, you, you read 
about an old man, Epicantus. You read about a single woman. You read about a single man. And, and that's, you know, that's a lot of what the church looks like today, right? I mean, and, 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 so, and some of us are blessed to have these nuclear families with, you know, a, a husband and a wife and two and a half children. And I'll say two and a half because Ashlyn's sitting with us and, you know, we'll discount her as half hours tonight. But that's, that's not what is typical, right? I mean, some people are old and some people are young. You, 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 you have, you have uh, men who are, you know, most places there, there's a man and maybe he doesn't have a wife, but he has a mother he takes care of. You have a brother and a sister. Some of you have the privilege of worshiping with, with, with your siblings. You know, the, these aged men who are there by himself, but, but they're together. They're together because Christ has called them together, this, this special grouping. And so while, while we, we might be tempted to say it's just a list, just a list of names, it's not a list. It's not a list. And I think Paul would say first and foremost, don't call this a list. It's more than that. See, Paul was coming towards the, the end of his life. He was writing this book from the city of Corinth, and, and, and he, he told us in this last chapter he's about to he's about to take off on one last journey, right? I mean, Paul was fifties, late fifties or early sixties at this point, but but he believes he believes that, that he's got at least one more one more good trip in him. He's got at least one more good powerful ministry experience in him, and and he's gonna go he's gonna go to Spain. And that's his plan. You remember he told them he was going to go to Jerusalem and take the contribution, and then he was going to go on to Rome and meet them. And from there, he was going to go on to Spain. And, and part of the reason he was writing, he was trying to, to, to raise money and, and raise su- support for, 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 for that endeavor. And as he's sitting there and he's writing, he just starts to remember. He starts to remember people. Don't call it a list. He starts to remember people that have touched his life. Not just people that he went to church with. We've all got people that we've went to church with, okay? And those are wonderful relationships, but that's not, that's not what Paul's reflecting here. He, he's not just giving us a role of, of every member of the, of the church at Rome. He's writing about people who he knows and he loves and he appreciates and he cares for these people, people who have touched his life. You know, in, in my office... There is a clock, and if you look at that clock, it's only got one hand. One of our children at some point or another tore one of the hands off. And and the battery is not in it because I figured with one hand it didn't matter anyways, but that clock is still in my office. It'll probably be there until the, until the day that I die, okay? And it's in there because it's not just a clock. It reminds me. That clock was given to me by somebody you never met. Uh, I told you, he, one of the passed away uh, earlier this year, Wardell and Alta Barnhart. And that name doesn't mean anything to you, but that, ma- that name means so much to me. It was this older couple that we worshiped with in, in our first work, and they'd been coming to church forever and ever, and he had never obeyed the gospel and always put it off and always put it off. And finally, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've told this story before, but, but I'll, very quickly, I remember I talked to him and talked to him, and one Sunday the, the, the lady that was sitting right in front of him had a heart attack in church. And I remember he hollered out for help, and, and I thought he was having a heart attack. And I, I remember my thought is that this old man's waited too long. He's going to die right here in the church building. And, and he didn't, and, and Miss Vita, who sat in front of him, was okay. But I remember I baptized him into Christ that morning. 
And he became an incredible friend, an incredible friend of mine who was such an encouragement right up to the day that, that he couldn't encourage anymore. He, he became such an encouragement in, in, in that church. And he, if you came to the Anna, Illinois Church of Christ, that old man, and I could call him that, we were, we were close, he, he, would, he would be standing at the back door and he would shake everybody's hand. But he didn't shake a hand, he shook a hand like this. He shook a hand and, and, and he would stand there as long as you talked. He'd stand there and he'd shake your hand back and as the strangest handshake I've ever seen in my life. Okay, but that's what he would do. And you would go to their home and they, they would have huge groups from the church and they would feed. They would put on a feed like nobody's business. And, and they would have people come in to sing and they would have people come in to study the Bible. And, and they loved our children. It's just a name. It's just a name on, on a list to some people, but that's not a name on a list. Don't call it a list. Paul is writing about people who he knows and he loves and who he will never forget because they have touched his life. He speaks, he speaks, about, he speaks about his brethren in verse 4 who have risked, risked their own necks. And, and, and I don't even know what, what that means, but I know it means something. You, you, you know that there's a story behind that, don't you? You know that there's a struggle or a time when Paul didn't know what was going to happen and, and, and these brethren stood up. He, 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 writes about, he, he writes about some of his brethren who he spent time in jail with. And, and listen, what, what, what would bond you together than, than suffering for the cause of Christ? And they could tell that story about the time that they were arrested for preaching God's word. And whatever happened in that jail, I don't know the story. But I know there's a story there. And I know that it's one that he'll never forget for as long as he lives. He talks about Mary. He talks about this woman in verse 6, Mary, who worked you know people like that? People that work hard. People, that, and, and I'm not saying that everybody doesn't work hard, but some people really work hard. There are some people that, 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 that are constantly, you know, when you, when you come to the end of the day, they're saying, Bradley, why don't you go on home and, and you, you get some rest and I'll finish up here. And you may look at them and you may, and you may say, but, but you've you, you got, you got to get rest, but, but you've got big things to do. I'll take care of this. Paul knew someone like that. You know someone like that. He talks about this man. Papinatus, and he says this was the first one. This was the first convert in all of Asia. I, I, I went. I went to a strange place to share the gospel, and I will never forget the first person that believed. When I wondered, I wonder if anyone will, will believe. I wonder if anyone wants to hear these things. He was there, and he started it. He started that revival. He started that, 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 that church there. He's the one I will never forget the day that he responded to the invitation. Have you seen people, when they walk down the aisle, you'll never forget when they started that revival. You'll never forget when it was that they gave their life to Christ. And many of you followed those people, and you were inspired by those people. He talks, he talks about these sisters, Ty, 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 Tyrena and Typosa. And, and, and I, I, you know, when, when we lived in Tompkinsville, there were these three sisters on the back row. They were, their names... I, something else, but their names were the Dotson sisters, and they were triplets, I think. They looked exactly alike. I think they were twins and a sister, but they might as well have been triplets, because they lived together all their life, all their life. They, they, they always lived, they lived with their mother until their mother died, and then they were just there, and they were taking care of each other, and in that little bitty town in the middle of nowhere, two out of the three of them had never, had never went from 20 miles away from there. But they had such faith. They were there. Evil sin. They, they, I, don't, I think they barely knew what sin was. 
Okay, they were just so pure. They wore perfume. They wore red door perfume. And when they walked in the back door, you could smell it. Whether or not they were there or not, that when, when they would give you a present and they would, they, were, they would give you anything, these sisters, and you took that present home, you could smell it. You could, and if, they, if they gave you a card, they wore a lot of perfume, okay? But you don't even know who that is, but I know who that is. It's not just a list. It's special. It's things that, 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 that will never turn loose of. And, and I, I struggle to help you to understand what my memories are, but, but what, I, what I want you to do is think about your memories. That's what Paul's saying here. Paul's saying, these people are so special to me. This man whose name is Rufus, but, but it's not just about Rufus. Rufus had a mother, and Rufus's mother became my mother, he says. Have you known that? Some of you have spent time away from your mother, and somebody became your mother? Someone who would talk to you just like your mother would, and they would care for you, and they would cook for you, and, 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 and you developed that, that, that special bond with them? The Apostle Paul had one of those. The Apostle Paul had, had one of those women who loved him. I think about Miss, Miss Blanche Stevens, who, she's in a nursing home now, and she's getting older, but she's probably one of the most wonderful cooks that this world has ever known, okay? And she loved to feed the preacher, and that's why I've always been slightly overweight, at least partially. Okay, and, and I, rem I remember going to her home, and she would feed you, and then she would send you home with a casserole. And she would call, and she would call about the kids' birthdays. The Apostle Paul had some of them. That's what he's saying. He's saying these people have made a difference. It's not just a list. You ever been to the Vietnam Memorial? How many of you ever, have ever been to the Vietnam Memorial? Okay. Oh, a lot of you guys. Okay. I've never been to the Vietnam Memorial, but, but I remember when I was in high school that there was a traveling Vietnam Wall. That, that, that came to our hometown, and, and I remember seeing that then. And essentially, the Vietnam Memorial is is this big stone monument. It's just a list. I mean, it's a list of names, and, and I don't know those names. I don't even know anybody on that wall. And I might look at that, and I might be tempted to say, you know, well, it, it's just a list. But it's not, is it? It's not just a list. You know, t t tomorrow we're ce we're celebrating Memorial Day. It's a day set aside, not, not just to honor our armed forces. It's a day set aside for us to remember those who have given their life. To remember those who have given their life in the protection and, 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 and in the pursuit of our country. And the Vietnam Memorial, that's exactly what it is. But it's not just a list. That's why you'll, you, you'll see pictures of people going to that wall and, and they're searching. And, and, and they'll have a piece of paper, and they'll etch a name out, right? You've, you've seen that, and, and they'll take that home, and, and they want everyone to see it. They want everyone to see something more than a list. That's, that's why you'll, you'll see a woman putting her fingers, putting her hands on a name, and praying in that place. That's, that's why you'll, you'll see a mother taking her child and putting that, putting that child's hand there. That's, that's why you'll see people kissing names and leaving flowers. That, why? It's not just a list. Every name on that wall symbolizes someone who was important and someone who was monumental and someone who has been missed. 
it's not just a list. It's easy to read like a list. You could start in A and go all the way to Z and bore yourself to tears. But when you understand it's not just a list, don't call it a list. We'll read these things in that way. Read these things the way that Paul intended for us, for intended for us to see. You got a piece of paper? You got a piece of paper, get it. You can write on a on an attendance card or on, on the bulletin sheet or you know what? You, this probably would be all right for you just to write in the back of your Bible if you need to. You've got a piece of paper. I, I, I want you to write something. If you think about what Paul is saying here and what Paul is trying to, to, to get across here, I want you to write this. I thank my God. I thank my God for all my remembrance of you. Can you write that down? Thank my God for all my remembrance of you. And I'll write a name. You choose. Nobody else has to know what it is. You, you, you write a name. Write the name of someone who has touched your life. Write the name of someone who has helped you throughout, throughout your spiritual journey. Write the name of someone who has inspired you. Write the name of someone who has held your hand. Write the name of someone that if the whole world doesn't know who they are, that's okay because you know that person is special beyond the words that you have to express. Write a name. Write another one. Write another name. Make your list. Write another name and another name. I thank my God. That's what Paul's saying. That's what Paul's saying as he as he reflects back upon Aquila and Priscilla and the work that they did upon Phoebe and the great service that she was about about Mary who worked so hard uh, about Rufus and his mother whom he was so close to about those whom he suffered with and those who he went to jail with about those who he who, who he who he bled with about those who he served with about those that he praised God with. We want to see what fellowship. Want to see what the bonds of Christ are? That's what he's talking about. That's what Paul had. And that's, that's what he offers to us. Now keep that list. Keep that list. You, you may move one day. Take that list with you. Take it with you. Take it with you to somewhere that nobody else knows those names, but you know those names. You're going to need that list. That list of names, it's more precious than your car, or your television, or your house, or any possession that you have. Got your list? Take that list with you. And never turn it loose. And I'm convinced that as Paul went about his life, he went about his ministry, and you know what's about to happen to Paul, right? Paul's about to leave Corinth, and he's about to go to Jerusalem to do a good thing, to try and help those brethren. And he's about to be lied about and falsely accused about. Paul's about to be in prison and have people try to kill him. Paul's about to be taken to Rome, not, not the way that he planned on going. He's about to be taken to Rome as a prisoner. And we wonder and we marvel what, what got him through 
and foremost is with his relationship with God. But I don't see any way, I don't see any way that we could discount the encouragement of the people of God. The strength that he, that he pulled from knowing that no matter where he was in the world, whether he was in Corinth or Jerusalem or Rome or one day in Spain, that his brethren were also in this world. Even if they'd passed away, their memory and their impact would live on forever. Don't call it a list. Call it a list. I think back to the different churches that I've had the privilege of preaching at for any regular time. and This may be unique to me, but probably all of us could do this from, from a different perspective. But sometimes I work my way around the room. I can tell you who sits right there. I can go back 15 years ago to the Anna Illinois Church of Christ, and I can tell you Brother John Shelton would be over here with his foot up because he, because he had a broken leg in a car accident, and he would always have something insightful to say. I can tell you that Brother Ryan Thornsbury would be sitting right over here, and, and he always had a scowl on his face, but it didn't mean anything. That's just his personality, okay? And his stomach would generally grumble during the Lord's Supper, but they would always be the most some of the most faithful people. That I can do that. I can, I, can go to, I can go to Manchester, Tennessee. I can go to Tompkinsville, Kentucky. I can do that here at the Savannah Church of Christ. Sometimes I do that when I'm trying to figure out who was here and who wasn't here. I scroll around the room in my head. Can you do that? Spend, spend some time doing that. Because it's not just a list. You're not just a number, right? And that was sometimes our colleges and our universities come to a place where you're not just a number. But you're not just a number. You're not just a list on, on, on some roll call that we've got we've to read through or, we, or we've got to get through or we've got to put a check mark. But every person who is a part of the body of Christ is special and precious. And I just thank God. That's what Paul's trying to say. I just thank God for the opportunity to be impacted, to be encouraged, and hopefully to give that same thing back jail because he's on the trustees, not because he was in, right? I said, oh, there's Adam Conley. Seen some other places in town where some, some, some of your names are written. I was all down at Freed Hardin, and some of the students that have come from here, they've won awards, and their names are on plaques, and they'll be there until the school's gone. Bradley Jean was a making music host. Your name was somewhere. Uh, my name wasn't there, okay? But it'll always be, that's wonderful. Awesome things, awesome achievements, awesome accomplishments. But in the end, this is all that matters. In the end, whether or not your name is in this book, the Lamb's Book of Life, that's the place where all of the children of God, where all of the members of the Church of Christ are written. That's where I want my name to be. And when that role is called up yonder, Friends, there is no greater, there is no greater sound, there is no greater knowledge than to know that your name is written there, and your name will be called.
something special. Friends, don't call it a list. It's a place that we must, and Lord, we will have our names written. That's the invitation. That's the encouragement. See, see a little bit into Paul's life. He can get deep at times. Peter says he can get confusing at times. If your name's not written in, in, in the Lamb's book, why not? Why not? I don't know if anybody in this room wrote, wrote your name down on their piece of paper. I would suspect that some of you probably did get your name written down a few moments ago. If you wrote somebody's name down, why don't you tell them? I think it would be encouraging for them. But every one of us can have our names written in the Lamb's book. And whosoever will, will come to him. He'll come believing Repenting and will be baptized into Christ, He will add you to that church. If you've taken your name off the list, taken my name off a few lists, unfortunately, you can get it written back. Come, repent, be washed in your blood. That's the invitation. So we're not going to call the roll tonight. One day it will be called. Is your name going to be written? I hope and I pray each one of us, that it will be, because that's why Jesus came. Because if you have a need, why don't you come as we stand and as we sing. When the saint of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. On that bright and cloudless morning when the dead in Christ shall rise, and the glory of his resurrection share. When his chosen ones shall gather to their home beyond the skies, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder. yonder, I'll be there. Wes, thank you for uh, such an encouraging lesson. Uh, actually, two great lessons today. You know, since somebody told him about my wisecrack last time, I was trying to decide if I was going to make another one. Um, 
But in all seriousness, uh, if you've been here each Sunday night since we started uh, Romans chapter 1 about four years ago, um, I, I know you've, got a, you've had a, a true blessing in your life, uh, lots of sermons that uh, we've really needed to hear that we don't make enough. Bless, thank you. Uh, if you aren't able to take the Lord's Supper this morning, uh, it's been prepared in the classroom to your left. Um, I've made my joke, and that's about all I remember to do. Um, we hope you'll join us again on Wednesday night. Uh, next Wednesday night is when we're going to begin our summer series, so that's a lot to look forward to. And bring somebody with you. Uh, we're going to close in song, uh, and then we hope you'll have a safe holiday and join us again soon. You are beautiful beyond description too marvelous for words too wonderful for comprehension like nothing ever seen or heard who can grasp your infinite wisdom who can fathom the depths of your love. You are beautiful beyond description, majesty enthroned above. And I stand, I stand in awe of you. I stand, I stand in awe of you. stand in awe of you. Let us pray. Our most kind and loving, gracious Heavenly Father, as we humble before your throne, we take this opportunity to thank you for grace you bestow upon us as sinners. We ask forgiveness for many shortcomings, our faults and our errors. We ask for forgiveness and guidance when we fail you to fail to see the need that you put before us. That we will always be looking and always take advantage of the opportunities you give us. Father, we thank you for those patriarchs of this congregation names who've been listed, the names who touch our hearts, the names like the Shackleford and the Cromwells, the Jeans and the Shepherds, the Arnolds, the Beckhams, the Harmonies. to be with us and help us to strive to be the servants that you want us to be, the examples you want us to be, so that we someday will be written on the hearts and the minds for years to come for those that we serve here at this congregation. 
you'll be with us and help us to be the example you've always wanted us to be so that others would want to repeat our name in the future. And Father, we ask that you continue to be with us and help us as we strive to have our names listed in the Lamb's Holy Book of Life. Father, be with us throughout this week. Help us to seek and to save the lost as you told us to do. In Jesus' name.